Hello and welcome to 10 in 10. This is our all new interview series from CX Loop, where we sit down with CX experts from across all kinds of industries and we pick their brain for the tastiest little bites of CX knowledge and insights. It's 10 questions in 10 minutes or sometimes less. In the first edition of this monthly series, our resident CX journalist, me, Tom Hogan, sat down with Fiona Simmons, customer experience and business improvement lead at the city of Stonington. She's had a fascinating career across multiple levels of government, and it was an absolute pleasure to get her insights on her CX career and what she's excited for in the CX space for 2023. So without any further ado, introducing Fiona Simmons. I'm Customer Experience Lead at the City of Stonington. Um, my official title is Customer Experience and Business Improvement Program Lead, but my friends call me Customer Experience Lead. <laughs> Fantastic. And how did you find yourself working in customer experience? I come from a communications and marketing background um, and and had 12 years in tourism doing that. So, um but I, I realised once CX became like a profession and there were more jobs out there, that, that was actually this is actually what I wanted to do. So when I look back at my whole career, the things that I'd enjoyed most in all of my roles were the things that related to CX. So, um, you know, as I started working with other CX practitioners and seeing that out there, I realised that was what I wanted to do. So I was able to, you know, get some experience in the role that I was in, do some more training and then made the leap and um, had sort of had a, a hybrid role back at state government where I did some customer experience, um, managed the design team, did some comms strategy um, and then made the leap into full-time customer experience a few years ago. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so you were saying you've, you've worked in state government, you're currently working with local government. Um, so why is CX design important to your industry? I think it's vitally important. I mean, the reason that I'm in local government, it was definitely a career move that was intentional. I really wanted to, to work in grassroots um, government um, rather than sort of maybe a higher level, um, particularly in, in terms of customer experience. And because we're such a grassroots kind of level of government, um, that customer experience is vitally important. It probably looks a little bit different than it does in other levels of government. Um, And in some ways, it's exactly the same. So, um, but I think so important in local government because, you know, we we do deal with a lot of the community. um, They have different expectations of us. But in government in general, CX is so important. I think that that really old idea of bureaucratic, faceless government, it is an old idea. Um, you know, it's, it's something that thankfully has changed a lot in the last few years, but we've still got a long way to go as well. So, and customer experience is vital in, in helping to knock down some of those barriers. Yeah. Um, would you say there are some unique CX challenges about the local government sector? Um, definitely. I, I think that we, you know, traditionally, I think we're very community focused. So, you know, local government, often there are a lot of people who work in local government who live in the local area, so that there's that real sense of place um, and no question that there's such a commitment to the community. But in terms of the customer experience, um, that can often be missed. So we're going for sort of big community outcomes, things like getting back to the customer, um, helping individual customers to understand why we do things, all of that sort of stuff and, and yeah, that, that typical ensuring a really great customer journey potentially across lots of different areas of the one organisation um, is something that local government's continuing to work on and it, it's really paying dividends. 
So looking at your career as a whole, um, what's the most important CX lesson you've learned? Um, oh, there are so many. Um, mm. I suppose trying to get one. Look, I, I, you know, I think it's it's from the simple things like, you know, always focus on the customer. Um, you know, it sounds so one hundred and one, um, but you know, working, getting people to to peel it back and just keep it simple in terms of getting that customer focus. Um, yeah, it's, it's probably actually if I think about it, it really is about keeping it simple. But you know, I think that there's so much theory and there's so much, you know, it's all really, really great. But I think particularly when working with people across a business who, who don't know what customer experience is, um, keeping it simple, explaining in simple terms, essentially practicing what we preach in terms of using plain English. And, you know, I think that's that's been so important. So in terms of you know, rolling out customer experience in an organisation, that's top of the list. Yeah. And so looking to the future now, um, what sort of CX predictions do you have for, for 2023? Certainly for local governments, I continue to look forward to CX being more of a recognised profession. And I can see this right across local government that we're moving from, you know, roles that might be a sort of a one to two year contract sort of thing to, you know, to be, we're seeing more ongoing roles, we're seeing more teams, we're seeing more recognition of the importance of customer experience, and that's just delightful. Um, so I'm really looking forward to even more of that in 2023. I think, you know, into the future, technology is continuing to help customer experience, but, you know, I think there's always that balance between having the human approach and, and relying on technology, so there's always that middle ground. Um, you know, I think AI is a great example of that where it can really help so much, but there's only, certainly at this stage, only a point to which it can help and we still need the human element. Um, so, you know, really excited about what technology can do in the, the customer experience space. Um, and I suppose in government, um, you know, more sophistication in terms of looking at channels of choice for customers. So, you know, making sure that, um, and I know this is something that we're working on in our space in Sonnington, that we have the right channels to meet customer expectations and that we're able to deliver a consistent customer experience right across everything. So, you know, that ability to really allow customers to tailor how they they have that service experience with us um, is pretty exciting. Mm, of course. It, it really does sound exciting. <laughs> Look, um, it is. I mean, we nerd out about that in, <laughs> in government, but yeah. you know, sometimes it's, it's the simple things that can make a lot of difference to customers yeah. um, and certainly you know, a consistent customer experience where you know, they get in, they get out, they, they're able to do what they, they need to do and understand why it is that, mm -hmm. um, that they need to have that interaction. Um, so important. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it, all you want. It's, um, just a quick one, service blueprints or user journey maps? Oh, um, so in my team, uh, we, and I'm going to sit on the fence with this one. Um, we have, we, we use um, customer journey maps, we use service blueprints, we have process maps, we have value stream maps. Um, I kind of feel like it's, it's really selecting the right tool for the job. Um, so I'm a big fan of the service blueprint because I love that it shows a, a much bigger picture than the customer journey map. Um, but I think customer journey maps, if you're trying to embed voice of customer and get people to really understand the customer, you can't go past the, the customer journey map. So it's really choosing the right tool for the job. Which stakeholders give you the greatest insight? Oh, um, 
Um, so many. I mean, again, different out on the fence again. Um, our external stakeholders, so talking to our customers, I mean, those those insights um, continue to, to blow my mind in that, you know, often we'll be doing a customer interview or, you know, looking at customer insights and, and the solution is right there to problems that we've got um, without them realising that they're, they're giving us those solutions. So, you know, really um, drilling down and identifying where the, the key levels of pain are, those they're that and that's really important but I love dealing with our internal stake we're working with our internal stakeholders particularly those who don't really you know haven't got much experience in um, in customer experience and when they hit that aha moment and you can tell that that the penny is dropped and they can see the value of customer experience and they start getting excited about it it's not necessarily an insight but it's the best part of my job yeah it must be very rewarding for sure it is excellent <laughs> yeah um, okay, finish this sentence if you can. The The future of CX is? Exciting. Excellent. Great answer. Okay, <laughs> final question. What is your ideal CX team? Look, I'm going to say the one that I've got. Um, <laughs> and I'm not just being diplomatic. Um, we are fortunate enough to have um, UX specialists, um, uh, continuous improvement and service design um, mm-hmm. within my team. And I feel like that mixed bag is, you know, it's that perfect complement um, of, of practitioners who are able to really uh, identify, oh, and voice of customer, of course, um, really able to work together to identify, um, analyse, diagnose, um, and, and work with the business to solve problems and improve the customer experience. And I, I really feel like we all work together. To, um, to bring that together. So um, I should also acknowledge that um, CX Loop set up our team. So they did a very good job. Uh, well, thank you. We're, we're very glad to hear that. But, yeah, that's that's our 10 questions, and we did it in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. And that's the first episode of 10 in 10 all wrapped up. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this useful and feel free to share it with your friends or co-workers or just anyone you see in the streets. 10 in 10 is a monthly interview series and if you'd like to be a part of it, just feel free to email me at tom at ft-group.com.au. Bye for now.